Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I know this is like a recent one, right? Yeah. Yeah, just because I've heard it on Monday Night Raw too much, I think. <laughs> and not that I've watched it, but I, I think I like flipping through. Yeah, I mean, like this that. guy was the the product for like 20 years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, if he's he's now the rock, he's the new going into acting. Okay. It's John Cena. Okay, yeah. So I think. And he like, is, yeah. yes, he is rapping his own theme in this as well. Oh, that I did not know. Yes, this is John Cena rapping on his own theme. Man, that did I know. See, that's what I'm John Cena was after my my stage of wrestling, my stage of being a fan of wrestling. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I mean, I know in terms of the hierarchy, this guy was big yeah, time. Yeah, he was a guy. He's not. Okay, so because now we have a discussion about wrestlers, like the Mount Rushmore of all-time great wrestlers. Yeah. And I imagine that changes for everybody because there's this new generation. He's not in that discussion, is he? Yeah, is he, he is. He's in the Mount Rushmore discussion yes. now. Okay. And I, people don't like it that he is, but he's a 16-time champion. Well, of course he is then if he's a 16-time champion. And he's like, he was basically the face of the product okay. from like the mid to late 2000s yeah. till... I'm like a few recent. years ago, no, I'm about to say yeah, kind of 15 year run. When started going to yeah, like a, probably a 15 year run yeah. where he was the face of the product. Okay, so he's in that. The, the, he's in the Mount Rushmore. My Mount Rushmore of wrestling is probably going to have Ric Flair on it because I love me some Ric Flair. Yeah, woo, the Nature Boy, who greatest mouthpiece in the history of wrestling. And if he decided he wants to be, probably could have made more money as a televangelist or a motivational <laughs> speaker because he's fantastic. Uh, I'll take. Oh, this is good. Um, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take Hulk Hogan because I was a Hulkamaniac. I'm yeah. sorry. I know people. And by the way, Hulk Hogan is not a racist, but Terry Belia. Yes, but now Hulk Hogan, he's a great American. Uh, I'll throw him out there. I'll throw The Rock out. I'll put The Rock on there. Okay. Just because every wrestler now wants to take the path that The yeah. Rock has taken. And every and they're all trying to do it. John Cena, you just mentioned him. He's trying to do it. He's actually doing a damn good job. I don't know if he's going to get to where The Rock is. Uh, oh, man. And that last spot. That last spot. I mean, spot. there's an easy answer for this last spot. Is it Andre the Giant? Who's I mean, it? it's, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, see, you know what? Jeff Howe would say that, too. I think Jeff Howe's a big Stone Cold fan. Yeah, I mean, Stone, like, so Stone Cold and The Rock, and well, you could say more Stone Cold, was a, but it was only like a six-year span, but it was the most profitable time in wrestling history. I could be convinced to put him up there. Uh, but it's like him, John one. Cena's up there, Undertaker, there's another guy you can put in there. Undertaker might be in there. So a lot, yeah. a lot of a lot of names that you could throw in there, and then you go old school Andre the Giant, and I, I would go Andre the Giant only. As I said, I'm Bruno old, San Martino. I'm, just, yeah, I'm old school, and the reason I'd probably go Andre the Giant old school is because he literally became like a. It was almost like say world a phenomenon, like just because how huge he was, yeah. and the stories they still tell about Andre the Giant. No, I mean like you go Dusty Rhodes because not only that, you had the Dusty book Rhodes. forever. Dusty Rose is a good one too. And you know, son of a plumber from Austin, Texas. Yeah. Now nah, you can go there. 
Yeah, no, you could. You can go there. That's a good point. I know we can go all day about it. That's what I'm saying. Four <laughs> people, it's hard. It's hard. And that's what makes it hard. That's what makes it tough. Who's your Mount Rushmore wrestling? Who, who, give me yours real uh, quick. It's probably Flair, Austin. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It ain't easy, yeah. man. Because I think we're, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a disservice to... Uh, like multiple generations. Yeah, Macho <laughs> Man Randy Savage. You can't even get deep. Come on, yeah, you you have to make it four on the text line. You can't just keep naming off seven people. Yeah, somebody it's like said, it's yeah. Randy Savage. No, I, listen, Randy Savage. I'm with you. Talk about great mouthpiece. He he's in the mouthpiece discussion. If you've never watched his mouthpiece. documentary, it's amazing. Yeah. Like it was this whole deal of where he was an undersized baseball player, and. Oh, and it was yeah, just like when his baseball this, dreams kind of went yeah. through, then he went into wrestling. But then they were like, he was like, oh, you need to like make a thing. And so he stole, he made that voice up. And if you listen to early clips, it's kind of like a weird version of that. But he was trying to be just like this wild man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, brother, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, man. We could have that. We could talk about that all day. And I'm, <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to go there. But I do think it's time. And I don't know when they can do it because you have to have. Man, you got to wait till so many people, I guess, almost, I guess, pass away um, because you want to pay respect to their memory. Um, you want to make sure that you do it the right way. Man, but why we have not had like a movie or at least a series, like a, a serious like bio drama or dramedy or biopic, whatever, just about wrestling in I mean, a certain time period of it. Because we had the wrestler. Which was yeah, no, that was great. That was a great to kind of give yeah. you a behind the scenes view of but the life. Saying, of like, uh, I, want, I want the actual character. So they've talked I about. Want, I want somebody to play Macho Man. I want somebody playing Ric Flair. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing would be getting the getting the actors. That, that really the casting is probably the biggest challenge. O- on top of getting like WCW and I don't know the, the WWF and the old like the old rights to all of that stuff and getting that to put together because I think you should go the era where both the WCW and WWF were going on at the same time too. And yeah, because like, yeah. they all well, knew each other. So, and they were going back and forth. It was very incestuous. So the movie's the Vince McMahon movie. Oh, there you go. That's it. There you go. And they've talked about doing it, go. but well, Vince is alive. I don't think it's going to happen. Exactly. That's what I say. You almost got to wait till uh, unfortunately hey, people pass away. And whoever on the text line said King Kong Bundy, are y'all related or something? King Kong. <laughs> great on married with children. But, King Kong Bundy. Hey, he, was, he had a good run. But, you going to say Big Boss Man next? I mean, that, uh, <laughs> King Kong Bundy. Come on now. He ain't no mutt. Um, I mean, he may be the like the gut of Mount Rushmore. Like they have the faces. He's just the gut of it. <laughs> It's the gut about Rushmore, uh, but no, I, I I think they can do. Like I said, biggest issue. You said it right. They they probably got to wait to Vince McMahon. He's gonna want total control of everything. Yeah, you got to be willing. He's got to give up some of that because some people I'm sure own some rights to other players. I'm sorry, other players, other wrestlers, and you know their brand and their rights and other footage and old stuff. Yeah. and I want to do it the right way. And you don't want to. And it's yeah. always gonna be someone's gonna get thrown on the bus with like twelve stories exactly. that happen. All these different yes. guys. Yes. It's like that, that Lakers, uh, the one yeah, on yeah, HBO, where that, all the old Magic Lakers Time are, or uh, yes, Showtime. Showtime. And all the old Lakers are upset about it. It's like, well, come on, man. We got to make it entertaining. They're like, <laughs> that didn't really happen. It was like, yeah, we know it didn't happen like that. But we got to make it entertaining. They got so many great stories. Yeah. It would be unbelievable. You, oh. you got to make it a series. Oh, really. no, they, you can't make it a movie. There's movie a whole podcast industry on, <laughs> on wrestling now that Dude. love is because they're just carnies, man. These are oh. stories from Carnegie. I know, but like I said the casting. Great. The casting would be key. You got to get the right person yeah. to play Flair because we know that we know these characters so well. You got the right Vince McMahon, the right Dusty Rose, the yeah. right Flair, the right Hogan, the right, oh man, the right Sting, Lex Luger. 
Oh man, don't get me started. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. I might have to. I have to spearhead this thing. Man. Oh, it's we gonna got the connections now. down here. We got to get in touch with the Undertaker, Mark Henry, legendary uh, Mark Henry, and get him Hall of Famer, and we can get this thing going. All right, let's talk uh, about the uh, big stories today that we have not addressed in a while because there's so much breaking news. If you haven't heard by now, the breaking news is Dan Quinn staying with the Cowboys. That is great news. Been talking about that all day. Uh, Kellen Moore is meeting with Mike McCarthy either today or tomorrow, and Mike McCarthy. McCarthy will not guarantee his return to the Cowboys. Some of y'all can, I can hear y'all celebrating uh, through the Specs text line right now. Uh, so that is the case with the Cowboys, and they have let go of five, or actually, sorry, like seven different assistants that they have decided to, uh, assistants and administrative staff, they've decided to let go as well. So there is an uh, upheaval, if you will, happening with the Cowboys coaching staff. And also, uh, news uh, in the NFL, NFL related, the Panthers hired Frank Reich. And we haven't talked about that in a while, but I said this earlier. Actually, I said this when Frank Reich was still coaching, uh, Patrick, that his inevitable downfall, and it was inevitable at the time it happened, was going to be the instability at quarterback. The quarterback position means something different to everybody, right? For the fans, it's about hope, hope for the future, all right, uh, and optimism. For the for the owner, it's about jersey sales, you know, face of your franchise, merchandising. For hell, for fans, honestly, fantasy football. I guess I should throw that out there too. Um, but for head coaches, the job, the, I think the quarterback position represents job security. And if you go look at an unstable quarterback position at the college or the pro level, big time college or pro football, I guarantee you, there's also a coach on the hot seat. There's a really good chance of a coach on the hot seat too if the quarterback position is unstable. And for Frank Reich, who made the playoffs two out of the five years that he was in, in, in Indianapolis, and I think probably could have made it three out of the five years, except Carson Wentz laid an egg against Jacksonville in the last game. He had a different quarterback every year. Andrew Luck, that's not his fault. That was just bad luck, no pun intended, that he retired. Then you got Jacoby Brissett and Brian Hoyer. Then you got Phillip Rivers the next year. Then you got Carson Wentz. Then you got Matt Ryan. Ultimately, that was his downfall, was his inability to stabilize the QB position. Couldn't yeah. do it. I don't and, know I, why. And, and that's it's not only I mean, and part of that is his relationship with the ownership and not being able to I guess keep his keep his way. <laughs> where I mean, you know, it is the owner, you have to do what they do, but if you put your foot down, you're like, Well, fire me then. Like Pretty if you much. wanna if you want to trade Carson Wentz, you if you say there's not the guy because he won that game, that's my quarterback, I'll stick with it. And I get you can't always do that, but at a point when they go, hey, man, we lost this quarterback. Let me get this guy. And, okay, that's out. Now you want me to already bench Matt Ryan. We're trying to get this go- plan going. The biggest problem I had with him going into the season was his whole, our job is not to get Jonathan Taylor the rushing record. Mm. And you were like, yeah, but you also have one of the best running backs in the league. You should use him. And I hate when quarterback, like former coaches who are quarterbacks, pretend like running backs don't matter. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, mm-hmm. but trust me, my system. You're like, cool, but that – your system's not working. Run the ball. Run the ball. You run, the, run ball. the ball. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. He should. They, they, they did uh, regress, uh, and so did Jonathan Taylor. And then by the end, everybody was injured and disen, uh, disengaged, if you will, for the most part. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he'll do a good job. But he's got to find a quarterback. That's and you talked about it earlier, Patrick. The Panthers. That's also been their big issue. They haven't been able to stabilize that position. So at least both Frank Reich and the organization, the Panthers, know where they stand. They know what they need to address and prioritize. You got to find your QB, and it, it may not be the you know an elite 
prospect at quarterback, but you got to find a guy you can win games with. And you know, then maybe later on you can reset and upgrade, but you need to find a quarterback that you can win football games with while you continue to build the roster, build the culture. And I don't know exactly what that plan is right now. They do have draft capital, so they can move up in the draft if they want to. Uh, they can try to do that. They, the quarterback market looks like it's going to be a frisky market this year, whether it be Derek Carr out there uh, as a possibility. You can go acquire that guy. Um, there will be other options, I'm sure, with teams. I'm, I'm, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers will be an option for them or not, but there will be uh, p- quarterbacks who are available either on the free agent market or available for a trade if that's the route they want to go. Um, but I would exhaust multiple. I'd get one. I'd get a quarterback if I was them via free agency, and then I probably would draft one too. And they still have Matt Corral, I believe. There. Yeah, who got hurt early in the yeah. season. So he basically never even got a chance, even when they were bad, to get any playing time. So you don't really have an evaluation on him yet. That's true. Yes, yeah, good so point. So he could because he hurt himself, I think, in preseason or like very early in practice. That so he missed the entire season. So even in the time when Sam Darnold was struggling and PJ Walker was struggling, that you normally would have put him in, yeah. or when you cut Baker Mayfield and all that, I forgot Baker Mayfield even played there. No, that's, <laughs> that's, crazy. that's that how much like, turmoil they've had that wow. you forgot Baker Mayfield was their starting quarterback at the beginning of this year. I forgot about that too. I really did. You brought it up. That's crazy. That's how much turmoil they have had at quarterback. And then they started winning when they got rid of all those other pieces. Everything. Well, and Matt Rule. And Matt Rule and Christian McCaffrey. And by the way, Steve Wilkes is not thrilled he did not get the job. He deserved. He deserved. He did. He, he did. Deserved and a shot, his lawyers already put out a statement. So, so he's not going to be the organization anymore. Is he? Oh, I would assume after you put out a statement that it done. is crazy yeah. that this guy almost got you in the playoffs after your tank season was tanked, and you don't give him the job, and you give it to another guy who got fired this year. Yeah. It's not a good. Look. I can see where they could be like, yep. man, come on. He's not going to join like a lawsuit or anything, is he? I don't know. His his his, uh, his lawyer said they will make uh, future statements. Oh no! So okay. Steve Wilkes not thrilled with Carolina right now. Uh, he did, he he deserved a a real uh, shot at getting that job. I don't know if they gave him a real shot to, at the job, but he deserved it. Man, he did a hell of a job at the end of the year. Yeah, they said. I believe they said the three final candidates were Steve Wilkes, okay. Frank Reich, and Kellen Moore. So okay, it was okay, those. Kellen. Well, and that was it. Then they wanted to go with someone proven, so they went with Frank Reich, who. Again, I'm not sure he's proven, proven. He did okay in the AFC South. He, and you're now in the NFC East or the NFC South, so you can. Yeah. I, I, listen, I like Frank Wright. Let me just say that I think Frank Wright actually is a good coach. Um, is he a great coach and can he evolve? So did he learn the lessons from the last failed uh, tenure with the coach, which was, I think the biggest lesson was stabilize quarterback? Because. His first three years, he makes the playoffs in two of those first three years, and everybody's thinking to themselves, Frank Reich's building something pretty good there. Frank Reich is on the right path. Uh, And then Phillip Rivers retires, and then he brings in Carson Wentz. And if Carson Wentz had shown up and played well in that last game of the season, that Jacksonville game, and he made the playoffs, he'd have been in the playoffs three of his first four years with that team. Do you think he goes back to Carson Wentz again? No, hell no. Hell to the no. You think he's done with him? Yeah, he's done. I mean, he's, he's out of he's no, out of Washington. You, you can't, dude. You cannot put your <laughs> eggs in that basket again. That's what, dude, no, you can't do it. That's how you ended up with egg on your face. You can't do that again. Um, so I, I think that ultimately – So because remember what I said about the quarterback position and the perception of you being a quarterback guru. Yeah. And right now it is a – you can argue it's a great kind of niche industry to be in, that if you are, are known as a guy that – 
can you know revitalize quarterbacks or that can maximize the quarterback position. It essentially is a growth industry. It, it it's basically what being a, a programmer was during the '90s tech boom, or being a botanist <laughs> during this legalized marijuana boom in America right now. You're on the ground floor of a growth industry, and there aren't a lot of experts, and you're considered one of them. And that's what a guy like. You know, Frank Reich was considered like, oh, no, look yeah. what he did with uh, winning, winning a Super Bowl with a Nick Foles as his starting quarterback. Look what he did with him. And for a while, we were actually admiring the fact that he was able to get to the playoffs with multiple different starting quarterbacks. Look what he's doing with those quarterbacks. That guy, he can work wonders with almost any quarterback. Phillip Rivers, Andrew Luck, Nick Foles, doesn't matter. And then Carson Wentz happened. And what did I say about Kellen Moore's reputation? He was getting a lot of love, a lot of love when Dak Prescott was playing well. And all of a sudden, Dak Prescott's not playing well. He's regressing. And now he's only getting one interview for a head coaching job, just yep. one. A few years ago, he was getting multiple interviews. His name was popping up all the time because your value as a quarterback guru, quarterback nurturer in this growth industry is linked to the quarterback performance. So when your quarterback is balling, you better get the hell out of Dodge and maximize it right then and there because if you don't and your quarterback starts to regress, you will be attached to the reputation, the stigma of that quarterback, whether it's bad or good. And to me, Frank Reich, Carson Wentz got him. He basically got attached almost to yeah. like the, the 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 stank of Carson Wentz for some. I remember they signed for the episode about the bo, and they yeah. said the, the O's supposed to leave with the B, <laughs> yeah, right? but the bo just stuck around in Jerry's car. That's yes. Carson Wentz. Somehow Carson Wentz's odor, the odorous stank of Carson Wentz's play, it somehow it was foisted upon Frank Reich, and he can't get rid of it. And he used to be known as a QB guru. Yeah. And now it's like now all of a sudden he's not because of Carson Wentz and what happened at the end of the, the, the failed Matt Ryan experience. So to me, that's why Frank Reich, he's getting this job is because they that ownership believes he's still a quarterback guru. Is he? I think he is still. I just think Carson Wentz is really he's a project that nobody needs to take on anymore. That, that there are bigger issues at, at, at stake there, big issues at play, I should say, with Carson Wentz that I don't know if any quarterback guru or nurturer short of hey, – I love to see I love to see Brian Dayball with Carson Wentz, honestly. I'd love to see a Sean McVay with him. I do. I want to see – See if, if there's he, anything left? Yes, of, of what everybody said was a top you know top five, top ten prospect coming out. Yeah. Cause, and no, and what looked like an MVP candidate until he got hurt. Like that season with the Eagles that they yes, won the Super did. Bowl, he was an MVP candidate yes, he was. until he got hurt. So it's not just that he was a prospect. It's that he did show the hope in the league. Because mm-hmm. there's a difference of, hey, man, this guy's top prospect. He's a bu-. Jamarcus Russell was a top prospect. And then immediately that was proven wrong. Very true. This, he was a MVP candidate. So, yeah, I, it'd be interesting, but it's also a lost cause at this point. I know. And, and did he sound like a – what's his deal with the Washington I know, he's gone, team? though. It he's, doesn't matter. He's I know gone. he's gone. Because yeah. I wonder if anybody's going to go, you know what, bring him over here. We can do something with him. Can he go? No, I mean, and that's like – we can look over at Baker Mayfield the same way and go, is he going to – now that he had a couple good games with the Rams, the Rams keep him? Yeah. Did they got Stafford You're coming right. back, or did they – did someone else take a shot on him? That's and how many point. teams can he play for before everyone says – because Carson Wentz, he took his third team – it's amazing. For everyone to go, all right. Uh, we're done with it. Yeah, we're done with it. Then you look at a Geno Smith and you go, well, maybe. Yeah. 
Maybe. I mean, that's why the quarterback position is such a is such a mystery. It's one of the great mysteries in sports. Hell, one of the great mysteries uh, of our time. Period. Uh, but getting back to uh, the NFL, just get to our conference championship uh, previews, and we'll break this down tomorrow. I guarantee you, from every different angle. But a couple of things that I've been uh, researching about these two matchups, uh, the final four of the NFL. Let's go first to Joe Burrow um, and the and Cincinnati Bengals. And I should have started with Lou Anarumo because that's why I've been doing most of my research. Because Lou Anarumo's defense, the deeper I go rabbit holing about it, the more I like it. It is easily the most creative defense arguably in the NFL right now. The best, no, not the best, not the best, not the most opportunistic, uh, but the most creative. And how do we know this? This is what we. This is what I looked up. Average time to throw. So I looked up average time to throw, three-year average of the best quarterbacks in the league, but then looked at their average time to throw when they're facing Lou Anarumo's defense and what the average was. Very interesting stuff. Let's start with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes averaged 2.7 seconds as his average time to throw in a three-year, uh, three-year span against Lou Anarumo's defense. He's over three seconds. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 2.88 is average time to throw. But when he goes against Lou Anarumo's defense, he's over three seconds, 3.07. Justin Herbert, 2.67 seconds average time to throw. Uh, When he goes against Lou Anarumo's defense, goes to 2.85. Aaron Rodgers, 2.57 seconds average time to throw in the last three years. When he goes up against Lou Anarumo's defense, 2.97. Uh, and Josh Allen, 2.77 seconds to throw. Against Lou Anarumo's defense, that is a 2.99 uh, seconds to throw. So what it's telling me is that the pre-snap and the post-snap disguise and shell are forcing quarterbacks or stupefying quarterbacks, discombobulating them to the point where they're having trouble processing the coverage and the defense based on their pre-snap read and then the post-snap diagnosis. It takes a little extra second to go, oh, that safety, oh, what the hell? Uh, uh. And that extra second, that's all you need to get to the quarterback. And strangely enough, you go look at uh, Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes is, and I, I looked at the average time to throw um, versus Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen, Herbert, all those guys against Lou Anarumo's Lou Anarum- defense and just, added them up and just gave you the average it's three they're all combined the average over three 3.01 seconds time to throw for all those elite quarterbacks i just mentioned versus lou anarumo's defense so i'll give you another stat about this that it kind of adds to the intrigue so in uh 2021 the regular season mahomes average time to throw was 2.84 seconds that was that was twelfth, and it was and it was two point eight nine seconds in twenty twenty two, both twelfth. So he's he's around the same two point eight, two point eight four, two point eight nine. Week 17, 2021 versus the Bengals, Lou Anarumo's defense, Mahomes average time to throw three point one one. His highest game in twenty twenty one, in the AFC Championship game versus the Bengals, Mahomes average time to throw three point oh three seconds. Way above average for him. Twenty twenty two, week thirteen. Bengals versus Mahomes, Lou Anarumo's defense, forced Mahomes to hold on to the ball, 3.21 seconds. His highest game in the last two years. 
Mahomes' time to throw was above 3.0 seconds in each of his last five losses going back to last year's initial meeting with Cincinnati. Something about Lou Anaromo's defense that makes Patrick Mahomes hold on to the ball. And if you can force him to hold on to the ball just a little bit longer, the pass rush can get home. Think about this. Mahomes only lost two games all year against uh, in, the 2020, in the 2020 season, Mahomes only lost two games all year against the Raiders in the regular season and the Bucks in the playoffs. This is 2020. The Raiders used their four-man rush to make Mahomes hold on to the ball for an absurd 3.71 seconds. Um, and that, they, that was the only thing that really uh, kind of stood out and kind of looking at what was the outlier there and why the Raiders were able to match up well with the Kansas City Chiefs who were balling. And in that Super Bowl, Super Bowl 55 against Tampa Bay, Patrick Mahomes, we saw him in that game. He, I think it was um, – he actually held on to the ball 3.51 seconds. And he got pressured 29 times in that game. But held on to the ball for 3.51 seconds. If you want to beat Patrick Mahomes, you got to force him to hold on to the ball a little bit longer. Whether that be with pre-snap uh, show disguise looks or whether that be – you know, force it playing tighter coverage early on, playing bump and run coverage. You gotta force him to hold on to the ball so the pass rush gets home. That's probably the biggest commonality or common denominator on at all the it ain't subpar performances because he rarely has subpar performances in the losses that Patrick Mahomes has had. It ain't been many. And especially against the Bengals, force Lou Anarumo does a great job of forcing quarterbacks to process just a little bit longer. And while they're processing, they're holding on to that ball. That's how they get home. It's crazy. Yeah. So he's doing a great job changing fronts, disguising coverages, forcing defense to decipher what that pre-snap shell disguise is. And nobody does it better than Lou Anarumo. I don't know why he's not getting more head coaching love. Crazy. Yeah, I don't either. It doesn't I, make I, sense. I, and it's not like a secret. It's not. He's getting, But he's done it to the best quarterbacks in the league. Josh yeah. Allen, Patrick Mahomes. He does it to you know Lamar Jackson. Like you have a sample size now. I don't know what's going on. There's something that we don't know about Luana Rumo. I guess I'm not saying bad or anything, but it's I don't know why teams aren't more interested in him. Okay, uh, that's enough of uh, a little conference championship preview. We'll preview it in more detail tomorrow. We'll get to both matchups. I promise you that, and get it from every angle. And I'll give you my official picks. Patrick will give you his official picks, and Hard will give you his as well. All right, we come back. There is I want to play some audio of the Bills GM taking a shot at the Cincinnati Bengals, and maybe it wasn't a shot. Maybe he was just keeping it real when keeping it real goes wrong. We'll talk about that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on Horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome back. Ball don't lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a new theme Thursday, and the theme for today, very specific theme, multiple time, multiple time Royal Rumble winners. 
That's basically the theme for the day. Yes. And their intro music is what my man Patrick's been playing uh, for a new theme Thursday. Got us into a lot of good conversations about wrestling and the history of it. And what I will do tomorrow, because now y'all got me hyped. I know I have it somewhere because I refuse to throw stuff away. So my wife is complaining about it all the time. I once went down a rabbit hole and because this, this idea about making a movie about wrestling in uh, kind of my heyday of being a, a fan of wrestling and wanting to make a movie about it or a series, biopic, whatever. I actually did the work of casting all of the major wrestlers that I thought would be in the movie. I'm gonna try to find the list and bring it up tomorrow. Bring it tomorrow, yeah. And it, it's uh, I don't know. It took me it took me a while too. Got to go through all different actors and then try to figure out who might look like who. So we'll have some fun with that. Yeah, I can if, bring if it, up it was tomorrow. too long ago, you're gonna be like, well, now that guy's too old. You're right. It might honestly, it's a great point. It because it was a while ago. It was it was a minute ago. So it might be <laughs> I might need to update the list. But uh, we can do that. We can have some fun with that because I I want to keep alive the movie or the series. Somebody's gonna do it and it's gonna be it's gonna be wildly popular. And and everybody's gonna be like, yeah, that that should have been a no brainer. Why y'all didn't? Why Netflix or somebody else didn't do it before? It's crazy. <laughs> and they got the Glow movie. They do the gorgeous yeah. ladies of wrestling, which I used to watch back in the day. I remember watching Glow. You remember watching Glow back <laughs> no, in the day? No, I don't think I ever watched. You it ever watched it? Oh man, it used to come on back in the day, like late night. I remember watching the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Not all of them were gorgeous, but I appreciated them nonetheless. Uh, all right, let's get to – oh, I want to get to this NFL story, and then we'll get back to breaking down the matchup between uh, the Final Four in the NFL. So the Bills GM, and apparently this – I don't know if he was taking a shot or not, but uh, I believe the question is in the audio here. It is not. Oh, it's not? It is not. Okay. We can tell you. Okay. Uh, well, basically, the uh, Bills GM was being asked about the Cincinnati Bengals. And the fact that Cincinnati Bengals have so much weaponry built around Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. You got two number one wide receivers and all that, Joe Mix and all that. So he was basically asked about providing more uh, support. On the on the offense, or at least on the roster, period for Josh Allen, trying to build your roster like the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, here was his uh, answer or retort to that question. No, they have a good team. I mean, um, they right now are on the advantage of a rookie quarterback contract, and you know, they had some lean years, and without getting too much into their build, and you know, I don't want to. I don't want to suck bad enough to have to get Jamar Chase. Like he's a heck of a talent. I'd love to have him, but you gotta you gotta go through some lean years to do, to do that. And you know they you know they were able to get Burrow one, and I don't remember where Chase was drafted, but it was pretty high. Like, and those guys are on their rookie deals. We're paying Stephon Diggs a pretty hefty number. We're paying Josh Allen a pretty hefty number. So there is the constraints of the cap. Um, but they have a they have a really good team and they got some good young players. Some people deem that as him taking a shot when he said, "I don't want to, you know, be bad enough to draft high, uh, so I can get a guy like Jamar Chase." I, I mean, maybe it was, but I think he was just keeping it real. Uh, we all know the the having a franchise quarterback on a rookie contract is arguably the biggest advantage in major American team sports. Hell, you'll have how many in this uh, Final Four? Three? You have three players on their rookie deals in this, in this Final Four? Three of the four? 
yeah. on their rookie deals. I mean, it just helps. Now, is it the end all be all? No. Look at Kansas City and what they're doing. You can you can compete without a quarterback on a rookie deal. Uh, hell, the the uh, 49ers were able to get there with Jimmy G. It wasn't on a rookie deal. You, there are plenty of ways to skin a cat, but there is no doubt it is a huge advantage. Um, to be able to 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 build your roster with I don't know ninety percent of your salary cap as opposed to seventy percent of it or seventy five percent of it whatever your quarterback's gonna cost. Yeah, and I mean for the for the Kansas City Chiefs, yes, and you knew when you had Patrick Mahomes, you had already won a Super Bowl on his rookie contract. You yeah, had already, he already done it. He point. had done it on his rookie contract. <laughs> yeah. So you knew, all right, this is it. If we want to keep the window open, we have to pay him a lot of money, and we have to make other tough decisions like letting Tyreek Hill go, which. Hey man, we're still winning without him. Mm-hmm. So if 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 I'm the GM, I'm like, well, let's go look at the Chiefs who yeah. don't took away that weapon and they're still winning. It's like there's not there's multiple ways. It's what the, there's many multiple ways to skin a cat. Yeah, I don't know why you want to skin a cat. I but. know why. Yeah, we got. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why <laughs> that is a thing. What? Who came up with sicko? Was that Jeffrey Dahmer saying? Like, who came up with that? Yeah, I don't know. But it's, it's a weird saying, but we That's all know bad, it. No, I'm going to stop saying it. I'm sorry. Sorry, cat owners. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, thank you, for Patrick, for pointing that out, by the way. But, it's so sick that is. It really but is. To go into it, I don't, you don't necessarily, not everything has to be built the same way. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm there, I'm not worried about, do we need more wide receivers? They traded for Stephon Diggs because they knew they needed a big wide receiver. Gabe Davis is a good wide receiver. And it worked. I mean, they have multiple good wide receivers. I might be talking about the running, running back, back and running, back. running the ball. That might be more of my concern. Yeah, I might say, hey, man, we lost Dable, and running everything back. seemed to go haywire. What are we doing to make sure to stabilize our offense? Because Agreed. they look really good, but we're a turnover machine now. Yeah. Draft. And not, not the good way. Not Yeah, draft Bijan is what you need to do. If you can. I don't know if you can, but draft the Bijan would help. Yeah, I mean, and, and we've talked about this, uh, and everybody understands it. When you have a quarterback that is on that rookie deal, that is the start of your window. But it's not the, you know, you don't have just that that contract as the window, but it is the start of the window. And you can expand your window. That depends on how you build around that franchise quarterback. And I've talked about it before. The NFL will allow you to essentially reset. Well, what, the largest expense for most Americans is rent or Mortgage, housing, whatever it is for you. Um, most Americans spend between 25 to 35 percent of their annual earnings on housing, period. Essentially, that's the NFL with quarterback. <laughs> All right. Imagine if somebody told you for about four years, you only had to pay about 10 to 15 percent of your rent or your mortgage. Imagine what you could do four years of that extra money savings, pay bills, get out of debt, pay for the kids, college, new car, renovate the kitchen. Man, you'd be coming up. All right, with that with that extra money, that extra that extra bread that you could have if you didn't have to pay so much money for your largest expense for everybody, which is housing. That's what a quarterback on a rookie contract does. You're essentially rent controlled. All right, and you can do that for 3 or 4 years, but every now and then the bill will come due. But in those three or four years, imagine how you could stack your roster. And that's when you really have a chance to maximize the window. After that, yeah, I mean, the bill is due. You're not going to be able to maximize that window like that because you do have to pay the quarterback. But in that, that short time span, that's why teams go all in. That's why, Philly, that's why Philly's offseason was so hectic. They're like, all right, we got, we got the quarterback. We got him. All right, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go right now because they've done it before. 
They did it all. They tried to do it with Carson Wentz. Didn't work. They've done it before. Resetting the kind of resetting the franchise, but recognizing once you find the quarterback, that's when the window starts. Go, because you don't got long. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're gonna have to change the the entire plan, and you've got to hope that you have a quarterback that can stay healthy and stay at that elite level for years and years, which just isn't the case for most quarterbacks. Most quarterbacks hit a peak and then can be good, but they're not at a Hey man, once you take away AJ Brown and yeah, exactly. once you take away Devontae some of my weapons, yeah. yeah, now all of a sudden, hey, yeah. yeah, oh Miles Sanders isn't here. Yeah. I've lost all my weapons. Now maybe I'm not that quarterback anymore. I know that that's when that window really starts to close hard on you because now you've paid your quarterback, but that means you got to get rid of his toys. And once you get rid of his toys, he may not be as good. Yeah, and everybody in the NFL is is praying and hoping that the um, earn the money that they're going to earn, the revenue the NFL is going to earn from legalized sports betting and all their gambling partnerships is going to add a ton to the salary cap. And word on the street is it will add a ton to the salary cap. And you got those new broadcast deals also. They're going to kick in and add even more to salary cap. So salary cap will exponentially grow over the next few years, hopefully, but making it easier to sign those quarterbacks and build a team. But the quarterback position also exponentially continues to grow in value. And, and no, increase in value, I should say. And, and I can give you the thing of what you really want to do is because once the salary cap goes up, then people want more money. What you sure need, that. what you want to know, what you want to be is the team who signs a bunch of long-term deals right before the salary cap takes a big jump. And the example I can give you is the Oklahoma City Thunder when they had Durant, Harden, and Westbrook. Mm. James Harden's salary cap salary came up, and they were like, we can't afford to pay all three, so they shipped him off. Yep. If they would have given him a max deal, the salary cap jumped like $40 million. You basically got another free max yeah. contract. They could have kept all three, but they reacted. Mm. Instead of playing it out and waiting for those other contracts to come up and playing and getting it, and they ended up losing all three of them eventually and never winning a title, they could have kept James Harden, but they were unaware. They didn't want to play the risk of – Hey, yeah. will the salary cap jump? We can't afford to be in the luxury tax and all that. Ooh. It ends up jumping. So you want to do it in the right time where if you play it right and you have an owner who's willing to risk it and go, hey, man, we may have to pay some extra in, in luxury taxes and other yeah. stuff like that. You're right. We can hit it right at that moment, and then we get that jump of betting money in or whatever else we get in. Man, now we're sitting pretty because we've got all these guys on contracts Already. that were Locked big. Up. Yeah. And now they're not big anymore. That's a great point. Yeah. that You, that's, you know who did that a little bit? A kind of? Kansas City. Yeah. That long deal with Pat Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he's going to be like the, deal. the 15th highest paid quarterback at yeah. the end of that deal. You don't have to renegotiate, but at least you locked yourself into that yeah. rate, if you will. Uh, good stuff there. All right, we come back. We'll wrap it up, put it in the oven, let you know what's on tap. Right here on Ball Don't Lie at 104.9 The Horn. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Got to get it quickie here. We're in and out a little bit uh, late on the break, but I want to thank my man Patrick for all that he did today on a new theme Thursday. Appreciate all your participation on the Specs text line as well. Uh, tomorrow, same time, same channel. We'll be breaking down the final four in the NFL. Remember, the revolution will not be till we talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. Coming up next, don't we got... Longhorn oh, Weekly. Weekly. Yes, we got head coach Rodney Terry uh, live at the uh, West Campus. Pluckers, get out there, have some wings, and go hang out with the head coach. And Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns. Uh, we'll be right back tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Love you guys. Peace.